In the spring, we get all excited about what's coming next. Spring is the season in which we see the plants of all kinds spring up with life and vitality. It is as if all of us are laser focused on seeing things grow, bloom, flower, and produce. I've got a word, a unique word, that will take episodes to develop. Let us explore growth, and in particular in this week, root on a word with Anthony Walker. Root, noun, the part of a plant which attaches it to the ground or to a support, typically underground, conveying water and nourishment to the rest of the plant via numerous branches, and fibers. The basic cause, source, or origin of something. The more you get to know me and hear from me, you'll learn about my fascination with learning, especially from nature. I don't remember a time in my life that I wasn't captivated by nature. My grandfather purchased me one of those kids' nature magazine subscriptions The pages couldn't capture the fullness of the experience. When I would visit my granny, she would often take us to a farm that she worked. Later, my parents planted a garden for our family. And I know they say you can't see things grow, but I tried my best. I would sometimes sit and look at the changes in each plant. And if you have a keen eye, You can notice the changes not just day by day, but even within the day. The plants would look differently in the morning before I went to school than they did that afternoon when I got home from school. Plant growth is fascinating. As I shared in an earlier episode, when my wife and I purchased our first home, we planted our own garden. If you thought I was fascinated as a child, which I was, I was even more fascinated as an adult with my own garden. Let me tell you, when something fascinates and interests me, it is as if I'm pulling a thread. You know, you've seen the cartoon animation where the character pulls and pulls and pulls until they've unraveled the whole sweater. You know, that line in The Road Not Taken where Frost says, and way leads on to way. Each observation I would have would lead to another observation, which sometimes leads to a question, which then leads to another question that I then have to research. Then once the knowledge is gained, I've got a new perspective the next time I go out and make another observation. You see, I just get excited talking about it. But as I really think about it, I enjoy seeing the growth. Let me take you on the journey. When we prepared for our first garden, we had to prepare the soil. The area which we had portioned off in our yard already had good soil, which was a leftover blessing from the previous homeowners. As I told you, my mentor, an avid expert gardener himself, stopped by and blessed us 
by tilling up our soil. While tilling, he complimented us several times saying, man, you've got some good soil. You would think that I would just cheese and stick my chest out considering the tilling and already having good soil. But you know, just like new parents, we have to go overboard. Here I am driving to Lowe's every day, buying more good soil to add to our currently good soil. I'm buying seeds, tools, and everything you think you might come across happening to need for a garden. Oh, and did I tell you this was all in mid-February, nearly a month before most people begin gardening? So he tells me to start some of my seeds inside first. And like a roof on a house, I was on top of it. But after three days, I saw nothing but soil in my cup. Did I water it too much? Did I plant my seed too deeply? Did I plant it deep enough? Did it get too much sun? Did it not get enough sun? Do I need to add fertilizer? Do I need to water it again? Is the soil drier than it should be? Keep in mind, this was just after three days. After five days, I still wasn't seeing anything. I thought, this might not be working. Perhaps I need to start over. I called him up. He reminded me of a lesson from childhood that my panic wouldn't allow me to remember. Remember when you planted that bean in elementary school? Here was the reminder. The first thing that grows on the plant is the root. Seriously, Google time-lapse bean plant growth and you'll find a time-lapse video of a bean growing root first. The first thing that pops out of the seed is a root. And I know you know, and you know I know, but at the time, like every new gardener, I'm expecting to see something on day one, maybe day two. And I would if I were underground, in the shadows, hidden from view, cloaked in that rich, dark soil. Yes, the soil does matter. The soil is the environment in which the seed develops. The soil provides the perfect incubation for the seed. It has to be loose enough for expansion, but firm enough for support. It has to be covering enough to protect the seed from the harshness of the sun, but it must let in enough light so that the growth process begins. It must be wet enough for sustenance, but not too wet that it suffocates. It must have the right amount of minerals and good microorganisms to be nutritious, but not too much that it overwhelms and burns or destroys the root. That sounds like a lot. It seems like a complicated concoction. Generally speaking, though, most topsoil can fit the bill. God just made it perfectly that way. It is virtually a ready-made womb for the plant. It even has water. If a plant is going to survive and subsequently produce, it must be tied to the soil. The roots are the fingers of foundation. 
that as they seek out water and nutrition, become the foundation of the plant. The root system will continue to grow, but it will forever sustain the plant. It is important that the plant be well-rooted for a good foundation. To those gardeners listening, here's a tip. Don't always water right in the location where you planted the seed or right at the stem. Water beside the plant or around the plant. This way, as the water seeps down into the soil, it causes the roots to spread and further supplant the plant. Some of you are listening and probably thinking, is this the Better Homes and Gardens podcast? Thank you for bearing with me. If you've gotten this far, surely you've gotten the hint that there's a deeper meaning to this soil and root business. If you haven't, keep listening and you'll get the whole picture. I was always encouraged to be a life learner, both a learner from life and a learner for the rest of my life. As I observed and questioned, I began to learn from the soil and the root. Like the plant, the first way we grow is not seen to others. We grow in our mother's womb long before we are seen growing outside. Furthermore, our intellectual, psychological, philosophical, theological growth all begins from within. It isn't seen by others until our ideas are manifest into projects, talents, skills, words, and the like. The very company that you work for or started yourself began inside, hidden from view. Even in this moment, something is sparked in your mind. You've got an idea, a hope, a vision that is growing and growing and hasn't even broken the soil of utterance yet, but it's growing. The womb or the soil in which we grow is important. Our mother's womb is a perfectly divinely designed incubator for you to develop in your infancy. It is the right temperature, the right support, the right nourishment for you to develop, grow, and thrive. Even after we are birthed, our environment needs to be conducive for our development. It must handle the balance of restriction and freedom. Too much restriction, and we may not develop flexibility. Too much freedom, and we may not know the limits. The balance of what to block out and what needs to shine through. It must have the balance of grace and truth, firm and soft. It must be filled with enough information that you are informed, but not too much information that hinders critical thought. It must be challenging enough to make you think and mature, but not too challenging that your perspective is skewed on life. Yes, indeed, the soil is important. The soil is the ground in which the roots gain their foundation. In what are the roots of your life grounded? In what we are rooted and how deeply we're rooted, will be a determining factor 
in the trajectory of your life. Paul asserts that the heart of our faith must be rooted and grounded in love. In this manner, everything that the child of God does has this basis, love. It is these roots that would give us grounding when the storms of life keep raging in our lives. When we begin to shoot up tall and have that wild branch that causes us to sway, our roots will hold us tight. Our roots will continuously and consistently provide us with what we need through our entire growth process. The reason that some ideas don't grow or sustain anything is because they weren't really rooted. The reason that some people come and go is because they weren't really rooted. Conversely, we find those who have stood the test of time. Yes, they may be a very strong, productive plant, but it has an even stronger root system. Our roots are the fingers of foundation. Well, now back to my plants. Around day seven, I began to see two little leaves. They're called seed leaves, barely breaking through the soil. Eureka! No, wait. This is just the first stage of growth. No, no flower yet, no fruit yet, but growth nonetheless. It was this lesson that changed my perspective on how things grow. As a leader, I would expect to sow seed and see something almost immediately. Truth of the matter, if it were immediate, that could be an indication that it would be short-lived and won't survive. Now, I better understand that some things I say may need a little more time to become rooted in the mind and heart of the listener before I see evidence of growth. I'm now learning that sometimes I need to do a better job of cultivating and fortifying the soil. Plants don't eat all of the nutrients in the soil at once, but they need access to them in the soil when needed. Sometimes as leaders, we need to fortify the environment with resources so that plants have access. No, they don't eat it all at once, but it will when it gets hungry. When we plant a new seed, remember that too much sun can burn and dry out and too little won't start the growth process. I like to think of sunlight as encouragement. Just starting out too much encouraging can be overwhelming, but too little won't get the growth process going. But the right amount of encouragement is very beneficial. Remember how I told you to water? As a leader, sometimes we have to set goals not just in front, but also not out of sight, but just out of reach. So that in order to obtain those goals, you have to grow to get it. And once we see those seed leaves break through the soil, we know we're on a growth journey that even others can see. I hope you stick through this series with me. You're planted and rooted now 
Let's continue in growth. Thank you for sharing a word with Anthony Walker. Thank you.